Well, go ahead and praise the Lord. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Go ahead and praise him. Can you even begin to imagine what that's going to be like? Can, can you fathom, first of all, can you even fathom 10,000 years? Uh, most of us, by the time we hit 60, are beginning to, you know, wonder what it's all about. But can you imagine 10,000 years? And we've just begun. <laughs> 10,000 years and we'll just be started. 10,000 years and it'll just be getting on the way good after 10,000 years. I don't know about you, but I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that. I want to be there. I want to be ready. I want to be watching. I want to be in that number. I want to be in that place. Let me flip the coin for a minute. That same 10,000 years will not only be applying to us that are over yonder with him, but how many of you know that 10,000 years will also be applying to those plowing the billows of hell, in the fires of hell, 10,000 years just beginning for them. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in that place. I want to be in that place. I want to be with him. <laughs> I want to be with him. I want to be with him. Praise the name of Jesus. Well, what a wonderful, wonderful message and song this morning. Thank you, Brother Roy, the praise team for worshiping, leading us in worship this morning. It's been a wonderful time, wonderful sense of God's presence. Let me join Zeb in saying that we are delighted to see you here, especially all of you that are visiting with us. We do want to welcome you I'm delighted to have so many of Brother JB's family here. Maybe they can help him behave today. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But we're, we're just delighted that they're here with us in the congregation. And all of you, we're just delighted that you're here, especially our visitors, as has already been said. We just welcome you into the house of the Lord this morning. Be opening your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Psalms. I want you to turn, please, to the song book of your Bible, the book of Psalms. While you're doing that, I've been handed a note here that the women's ministries are going to meet after church for just a very short meeting. So ladies, as soon as the service dismisses, meet maybe over here or over here on this side, just, just come together. All of the ladies, you've been asked to meet for just a very brief moment or two right after the service. Psalm 103. Would you stand with me, please, for the reading of God's word this morning? Psalm 103, a very familiar portion, I'm sure, to many of us, a portion that I'm sure you've heard read and probably even quoted at times, but I want us to go back to it this morning. Psalm 103, beginning with verse 1. Listen carefully to these words. Bless the Lord. O oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. What are we going to bless him for? Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, and healeth 
all thy diseases, who strengtheneth thy life from destruction or redeemed thy life from destruction and crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Now I want to talk to you out of those verses for a little while this morning. I want to talk to you on the subject, the soul's song to God. The soul's song to God. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time together this morning. We thank you for your wonderful presence that we feel. We just thank you that we can gather together like this in the house of our God to worship him in spirit and in truth. Father, we sense your presence in this place and we want you to know that you are welcome in this house today. I pray that you will minister through the lips of your servant now. I pray that you'll anoint us with a fresh anointing Lord, give us that anointing that makes preaching easy, that makes it powerful, that makes it effective. Lord, let your word touch every heart and life that's gathered in this place this morning and we'll be careful to praise you for all that you do for we ask it in the wonderful name of Jesus and everybody said amen, amen. You may be seated. Someone has said <clears throat> that Psalm 103 is the psalmist David's hallelujah chorus. It is a psalm of singular beauty. It is a psalm of great grace that glorifies God's grace, God's nature, and God's history. It is a psalm that I believe is very fitting for this Thanksgiving season that we're in this morning. As you approach this psalm, you get the feeling that David is deeply stirred within his soul concerning the goodness and the faithfulness of his God. It's as if he wants to gather together a choir and join them in singing and proclaiming God's great goodness. You'll notice in this psalm that he calls for the works of God. He calls for the ministers of God. He calls for the angels of God to join him as he proclaims the great goodness and the great blessings of our God. I don't know about you, but that's kind of how I feel in this Thanksgiving season as I read these words, as I listen to what David is saying, as I listen to what I think his heart is, as he pours it out to God for his blessings, it kind of makes me feel the same way. In fact, I almost think about it and I almost wish that I could gather everybody in this building and get you to join me in a song of praise, a song of glory, a song of honor that is due to him today. How many of you know this morning that our God is worthy to be praised? Do you understand that this morning, that our God is worthy to be 
praise. And that's how David begins here. He begins by recognizing the need to bless the Lord. And so he cries out, bless the Lord, O my soul. How many of you know that we need to spend a lot of time doing just that very thing? How many of you know that we ought to spend a lot of our time blessing the Lord? In fact, let me ask you a question this morning. How much time do you spend doing that? How much time do you really spend blessing the Lord? You know what we, I'm afraid, spend most of our time doing? I'm afraid we spend most of our time murmuring and complaining. Go ahead and say, oh, me, if you want to. Am I not telling the truth? We spend most of our time, don't we, murmuring and complaining. When you know what we ought to be doing, we ought to be blessing the Lord. <laughs> we ought to be blessing the Lord for his goodness, for his greatness, for his mercy, for everything that he does for us. We ought to be blessing him instead of spending our time murmuring and complaining. That could I challenge you this morning on this Thanksgiving Sunday? Why don't you just make up your mind this morning that you're going to stop murmuring and complaining all the time and start blessing his name? The next time you feel like murmuring about something, why don't you just holler, well, bless the Lord. <laughs> go ahead. Might scare the snot out of somebody around you, but, but go ahead and do it <laughs> You know, I really wonder what that would be like if we'd start doing some of that. If, if, if we're out there at work or wherever we are and all of a sudden we want to start murmuring and complaining, what if we just threw up both hands and hollered, bless the Lord, oh my soul. What if we started living our lives like that? You reckon you'd get us a better position and a better place than what we're in most of the time? I got a feeling it'd do us good to be blessing the Lord instead of murmuring and complaining. Notice where this, bless, this blessing and where this praise comes from in David. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul. He says, bless him, O my soul. What he's telling me there is, I'm not about to just give him lip service. I'm not about to just give him something in a half-hearted way. I want to stir up my innermost man. And I want my innermost man to say, bless the Lord, O my soul. And notice he says, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. When's the last time you got so excited over God you blessed him that way? That you said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within in me, bless his holy name. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could learn to bless God like that? <laughs> Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could learn to just bless him like that? That's what the psalmist David says, and he says, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not, don't just bless the Lord. But don't forget all of his benefits. How easily do we forget his benefits? 
When's the last time you just really praised the Lord for all of his benefits to you? When's the last time you did that? When's the last time you got so excited about God, so excited about what he was doing for you, so excited about how good he is, so excited that you just said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. When's the last time you got that excited about God and that excited about what he has done for you? Well, what is David talking about here? He's, he's all worked up over all this, Brother Marley. What, 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 what is he so excited about? Well, I'm glad you asked. I wanted to tell you. That there's some blessings here that the, that, that the psalmist talks about that gives us the reason why he's so excited about the goodness of God. Notice that he begins with God's forgiveness and God's cleansing. He begins with God's forgiveness and God's... He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, for he forgiveth all thine iniquities. He forgiveth all thine iniquities. How many of you know we ought to be thankful today because he's forgiven us for all our iniquities? That's right, you ought to praise him. He has forgiven us for all of our iniquities. Now that word iniquity here is a strong word. It doesn't just mean mistakes. It refers to everything that you've ever done that was evil and ugly. David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, for he forgives all of my, he, he forgives everything I've ever done that was evil, everything I've ever done that was ugly. God has forgiven me. He's forgiven you. Do you understand if you've asked him, if you've come to him in the right way, he has forgiven you of everything you've ever done, evil, everything you've ever done that was ugly. <laughs> He's forgiven you for it. He's forgi David says, that's why I'm so happy. He has forgiven me of everything I've ever done like that. He has forgiven. Did you understand how precious forgiveness is? Have you ever done something really bad? Well, one person was honest. They said, I heard, I heard one yes. Have you ever done anything really bad? You ever done anything really ugly? Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could learn how when you do that, to go to God and just say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. And know that he will forgive you. <laughs> he will forgive you of everything ugly, of everything evil that you will ever do and have ever done. That's why David was so excited. That's why we ought to be so excited for he has forgiven all of our iniquities. That simply means and that simply says to me, Doyle, you're forgiven. I think when I read that and I think about it, I, I can almost hear the Lord whispering to me, Doyle, you know what that means? It means you are forgiven. There's some people here this morning that need to receive that kind of forgiveness. 
You're carrying around the guilt of some things you're done. You, you, you're carrying around some of the guilt of the things you've done that's ugly and bad. I want to tell you this morning, you can walk out this door free. You can walk out this door this morning free. You can walk out this door forgiven of everything you've ever done like that. You can walk out of here forgiven. David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, for he forgives all of my iniquities. But then notice, secondly, he says, bless the Lord, because he heals all of our diseases. He heals all of our diseases. I believe that's two things that are represented here. I believe, first of all, he covers the sickness of our soul, the disease of our soul. Well, what are you talking about, preacher? Do you understand that many times it's our mental and our spiritual sickness that needs forgiven? How many of you know that mentally, a lot of times we're just in trouble? Do you know that doctors and psychiatrists tell us that this is the thing, that this business of, 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 of our mental and our spiritual sickness, they tell us that that is responsible for most of the things that are killing people, the things that make people sick. Doctors tell us it, it comes from the mental. It comes from the mind. It, it, it comes from the poison we get in our system, as it were. That's what's making us so sick. But David says, if I'll bless the Lord like I ought to and I'll serve him like I ought to, he will heal all my diseases. He'll not only touch you mentally, he'll not only touch you spiritually, but he'll touch your sick body. How many of you know God's still in the healing business? God is still in the healing business. That's why we anoint with oil. That's why people come to be prayed for. The Bible says, if there's any sick among you, let them call for the church and let the elders anoint them with oil and the prayer of faith will save the sick. Amen. You know what I believe? I believe anybody in this building this morning that's sick mentally, you're struggling with stuff in your mind. The devil's got you so tied in knots you don't know which, which side's up and which side's down. And then there's other people here that may be going through something physically in your body. How many of you know if we'll just reach out and touch him right now, if we'll just believe him, he can heal all of our diseases. David said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, for he forgives all of my iniquities and he heals all of my diseases. <laughs> well, glory to God. Well, glory to God. Number three, David says not only does he forgive our sins and our iniquities, not only does he heal all of our sicknesses, but he says he redeems our life from destruction. Look at it. He redeems our life from destruction. Not only does he forgive us, not only does he heal us, but the psalmist said he also redeems us. That refers to the penalty or the consequences of our sins. How many of you know that sins have consequences? How many of you know when you do wrong, there's some consequences out there somewhere? 
that's going to catch up with you. How many of you, I, how many of you, I, I can still hear my mama saying to me, Doyle, be sure your sins will find you out. You ever had that said to you? Be sure your sins will find you out. How many of you know there's a lot of truth in that? You think you did it and nobody saw it. <laughs> you think you did it and you're getting away with it. No, 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 honey, you ain't getting away with nothing. Be sure your sins will find you out unless you're looking to him unless you're trusting him. And then the psalmist says, bless the Lord for he will, he will cover all of these things. He redeems our life from destruction. That, that refers to the penalty or the consequences of our sins. Because we're lost, we need forgiveness. We need forgiveness. We were under the penalty of death. How many of you know without him, you're under the penalty of death? You're under the penalty of death. Sin has put us in a prison house. Sin has put us in a prison house. We are guilty. We are condemned. Sin has literally ruined us, but he has restored us. How many of you know for everything negative that sin has done, he's done the very opposite positively for us? He's done the very, sin has condemned us and destroyed us, but he will forgive us. He will redeem us from that destruction. One of these days when we get to heaven, we're gonna discover that he delivered us in ways we didn't even know. How many of you know there are times he delivers you in ways that you don't even know he's doing? If you're serving him and you're walking with him, the psalmist said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, because of the fact that he delivers us from these things. He covers us and keeps us. He delivers us. Isn't it wonderful to know that you can be delivered from everything that's negative, everything you, you, you can be delivered from. Do you know how many people are walking around today prisoners of what they do? They feel so guilty about what they've done. They feel so guilty sometimes about the way they've acted that they feel so guilty. How many of you know you can walk out of here with all that guilt gone this morning? If you're here this morning and the devil's got you tied up in knots with the guilt of things you've done, he, 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 he's got you weighted down. I want to tell you, you can walk out of this building free this morning. You can walk out of this building free because he, he, he forgives us. He redeems our life from destruction. We don't have to let our sins destroy us. We can be free. And then number four, the psalmist says, I bless him. Watch this. Because he crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. Not only does he forgive us, not only does he heal us, not only does he redeem us. Boy, just listen to that list. right? That's what I've just gone through. Listen to that. Not only, let me say it again. Not only does he forgive us. Not only does he heal us. Not only does he redeem us. But he turns us around then and exalts us. 
He turns around and exalts us. He crowns us. He crowns us with loving kindness and with tender mercies. Notice the superlatives here. He says that he crowns us with loving kindness. What he's saying here is, and what the psalmist is saying here is that he treats us good. How many of you know when you come to God, he treats you good? How many of you have ever had somebody treat you bad? Don't look at me so innocent. You, some of y'all need to wake up this morning. How many of you know that there are people that will treat you bad? The devil will treat you bad. Sin will treat you bad. But David said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, because he's going to treat me good. <laughs> Bless the Lord, oh my soul, because he's going to do good things for me. Look at your neighbor and say, he's going to do something good for you. He's going to do something good for you. <laughs> How many of you know that ought to make us happy this morning? That ought to make us glad this morning. That ought to make us happy at this Thanksgiving season. He is going to do good for us. Notice what it says. He'll treat us with loving kindness. He'll treat us with loving kindness. How many of you know it's nice when somebody treats you with loving kindness? You ever had anybody treat you with loving kindness? By the way, kind of be, I had never thought of this till I saw a note about this this week. Do you know we can even be kind without being loving? Sometimes just because, well, I guess I ought to be kind, so I'm, I'm going to speak nice to Jean. I really don't love her, but I'm going to speak nice to her. And, of course, that's a lie. You know I love Jean. I mean, that's why I pick on her like I do. But the Bible says he treats Paul, or the psalmist says he treats us with loving kindness. It's not just kindness, but it's loving kindness. <laughs> he treats us with loving kindness. He not only is kind to you, but as he treats you with that kindness, you can feel and tell that he loves you. He loves you. How many of you know God loves us this morning? Do you understand? He loves us this morning. David says he treats us with loving kindness and then what? And he also gives us tender mercies. He treats us tenderly. He gives us mercies tenderly. He doesn't just give us mercies. He gives us tender mercies. He gives us, well, what's the difference? Well, let's imagine you've had to go to court for something. And, and and, and, and the judge has heard all the evidence and everything, and the judge beats his gavel and says, okay, I find you innocent, now get out of here. That's justice. But how many of you know the Lord does it with tender mercy? The judge just had mercy. He found you not guilty, told you, but he told you, to, but he had, that wasn't tender mercy. That, that was just mercy. But how many of you know the Lord, the Lord is, as you judge, the Lord says, okay, you've asked me to forgive you. I find you innocent. I find you innocent. Now, come in. Come in and talk to me. What is it that's bothering you? How can I help you? Well, what is it that will keep you from doing it? That's tender mercies. 
That's tender mercy. The Lord treats us with tender mercy. The Lord treats us with tender mercies. I'm so glad that he wraps his loving kindness around us. I'm so glad that he wraps his tender mercies around us. David said, I'm rejoicing because of that. Then number five, he said, I'm rejoicing. I rejoice in the Lord because he satisfies our mouth with good things. How many of you know God satisfies you this morning? How many of you found that he'll satisfy you this morning? He don't just treat you. He, he, he satisfies you with good things. There's nothing in this world that can make that claim over and over again. Well, what is it in this world that always treats you with good things? Now, once in a while, something like that must. But how many of you know this world usually don't treat you with good things? How many of you know most people don't treat you with good things? You ever met an old sour puss? Don't look at your neighbor. <laughs> no, don't, you, don't, don't you do that. <laughs> you, ever, you ever met one, an old sour puss? That's not the way your God is. David says, my God, my God, the God that I serve, the God I want you to serve, he, his mouth is filled with good things. He wants to do good things for you. He wants to show you goodness. He wants to show you mercy. He wants to do good things for you. He wants to do good things for you. Wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody in this world wanted to do good things for us? I mean, wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody you met, they wanted to do good things for you? Well, how many of you know that ain't going to happen when it comes to just the multitudes around us? But I know one that'll do good things for you. You run to him, you call on him, you look to him, and he will do good things things for you. He will fill your mouth with good things. He will fill you up with good things. <laughs> How many of you could say this morning, he's been good to me? He's been good to me. Go ahead, give him a hand. He's been good to me. He's been good to me. Oh, he's been good to me. David says he satisfies your mouth with good things. And then number six and the last one, David says, he renews our youth like the eagle. He renews our youth like the eagle. That is the promise of rejuvenation, of invigoration. That is the promise he has to renew our strength. Have you ever had God just renew your strength like an eagle? You ever had him renew your strength like an eagle? The Bible says that he will renew your strength. They tell me that the eagles, when they reach a certain point in life, and I guess, I guess you could refer to it as age, they have a way of flying to the high mountains, flying up there to the nest they build in the rocky places, and they'll get up there and pluck a lot of their old feathers out. They, they, they'll clean themselves up. I mean, they'll, they, they, they tell me they'll just almost pull most of them out and that new ones will grow back, young, fresh feathers will grow back. 
And suddenly that old eagle is renewed. That, that, that old eagle is able to, to, to be renewed. He's able to fly back into the heights again. He's able to do the things that he could do. You understand that's what David's promising us here? He says that God will renew your strength like the eagle. He'll renew your strength. When you're down, when you're feeling old, when you're feeling whatever, he will renew your strength. You ever had him renew your strength? You ever been at the point that you just felt like you couldn't go on or you didn't even want to go on? You were tired. And by the way, I don't think this has to do with old age. Renewing your strength is just not about old age. You can be a, a little old whippersnapper and need renewing every now and then. You can be anybody and suddenly you need to be renewed. How long has it been since you just felt renewed? You, you just felt fresh. You, you, you just felt like... like like you could soar with the eagles, like you could run and not be weary? How long has it been since you felt that way? How long has it been since you let the Lord do this for you? How long has it been? How long has it been? I want you to notice in closing the picture that David has painted here. David says, my sins are forgiven. My power has been renewed. The penalty of sin has been gone. It is reverted or averted. He has honored us. He has honored me. He's crowned me with life. He's crowned me with vigor. He's supplied all the good things that our needs are. He has renewed our strength. Let me ask you a question and I'm closing. Is that enough for us to go out of here thankful today? Are these six things that David talks about here that I've just gone over with you, are they enough to make you want to almost skip out of here and dance down the steps? They ought to be. of you know that if we'll just look to him, put our hand in his, <laughs> put our hand in his, he will renew us, he will refresh us, he will do all, he'll give us good things, he'll fill our mouth with good things. Can I encourage you on this Thanksgiving Sunday to join David he said, forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. Could I ask you to do something? Every day between now and Thanksgiving, would you read these first five verses of Psalm 103? And don't just read through it, but take every one of those points. Take every one of those points. As you go through it, take every one of those points. And say, God, you said this. You'd renew my strength. You'd forgive. Lord, take, take, 
Take that word this week. I want to challenge you over this Thanksgiving as you approach Thanksgiving Day. Over these few days, read Psalm 103, the first five verses. Then why don't you on Thanksgiving Day when you sit down to that meal with the family, why don't you say before we eat, I want to read these verses. I want to read something to you. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. <laughs> Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Would you stand with me, please? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Would you say that with me? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Say it again. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And then add this, and forget not all his benefits. Let's say both of them now. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Wow. <laughs> if you can walk out of here today with that rolling around in your spirit, rolling around in your soul. Bless the Lord and forget not all his benefits. Stop murmuring, stop complaining and think about all of his benefits. And how many of you know when you start thinking about them, you won't be complaining anymore? You won't be complaining anymore when you start thinking about all of the benefits that's listed here in this song. Father, in the name of Jesus this morning, I pray. I pray for this congregation. Lord, I pray that you will help every person in this building to truly hear what we've said this morning. And Lord, not just to hear it, but to get it in their hearts. And Lord, may we every day, not only in Thanksgiving week, but may we every day, instead of murmuring and complaining, may we find ourselves blessing the Lord for all of his benefits, for all of his goodness. Lord, may we find ourselves blessing him and not complaining about everything around us. Lord, make it so, I pray, for every man, woman, boy, and girl in this auditorium, may we purpose in our hearts that we're going to bless the Lord and that we're going to praise him and thank him for all of his benefits. I pray and ask in Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Let me wish you a happy Thanksgiving day. Bless the Lord. Worship him during these days. Make it a great, great week and thank you again for being in the house of the Lord. Make a habit out of it, alright? Make a habit out of it. You're, you're dismissed. Fellowship.